What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper fans? Welcome to Shoot the Trey Podcast. I am your host, Trey Gamble, a.k.a. the leader of the Luke Kennard Fan Club. Nah, just playing. Welcome to my very first podcast episode. I've been kind of wanting to start a podcast for a minute now, uh, but it's just been kind of floating around my mind, you know, for the last few months or so. But I felt like now was a good time, thanks to so many Clipper fans that were supporting me under a tweet I put out, just kind of saying that I wanted to start a podcast maybe next season. But a lot of Clipper fans were saying, hey, yo, you should start it now. Get under the ropes, kind of learn how to do things. And here I am about an hour later recording the first episode. Um, There's not going to be a whole lot of basketball talk in this episode. I'm just going to be kind of introducing myself, you know, my knowledge of the game, um, my origins of the game, where I've been coming from, how long I've been a fan for, that type of stuff, my whole basketball background. Um, It's funny because I don't think anyone has heard my voice. I've met so many people on Twitter. I don't think I've ever, like, I've never spoken to them, you know, like, voice to voice or whatever. So this is, like, the first time people are, like, hearing my voice, so. What's good? What did what did it do? What did it do? Um, so I mean, a lot of you guys know my name's Trey. Um, I'm 18 years old, and I've been living in the central coast of California my entire life. Born and raised here. My whole life, my whole life, I've been around some sort of sport, whether it be baseball, soccer, basketball. You know, the whole nine yards. Um, it's funny because I didn't even start out playing basketball out the womb. Uh, when I was born, my grandpa shoved a baseball in my hand right when I was born about I was about two years old when I started you know picking up baseball um, and that was kind of my game um, all the way until seventh grade so I did I did nine years of baseball or whatever and once I started to get older I was like this shit is so boring you know what I mean um, so I didn't like baseball anymore I wasn't really in love with the pace of the game. I mean, obviously, if you're watching a baseball game, you're just going to get bored super easily. At least in my opinion, I get super bored. I uh, I was never able to watch any baseball games because of how slow it was. Um, so I wanted to pick up, you know, a faster-paced game. Obviously, I wasn't going to put sports down because, you know, I love sports. That's just my whole life I've been around sports, like I said, a million times already. So... Um, my cousins were huge basketball fans. They're also huge Laker fans, which, you know, get the fuck out of here, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hate them, motherfuckers. I hate the Lakers, bro. Obviously. Um, my cousins were huge basketball fans, and uh, they lived about an hour away um, from us. So we would go visit them uh, a lot. We would go visit them a lot. We were super close with them because my grandma, she was also... She lived right next to them. So my grandma and my, aunt, my aunt and uncle and cousins all lived about an hour away from me um, at the time. I was probably about 11 years old, so it was probably like 2012. Um, so we would go visit them a lot, and they were huge basketball fans. The, my whole family over there, except for my grandma, were Laker fans down there. So when we would go visit them, you know, we would go play basketball uh, outside all the time. And I was new to the game. I never really played you know, until then. Um, so I was, we would play basketball with them, just go shoot around or whatever. And me being the little noob I was, not knowing what the hell to do with this basketball in my hand, I don't, like, I'd never seen a basketball. Well, I have seen a basketball in my, before, but I've never played ever. Um, I actually did play in first grade, but that doesn't count. That really doesn't count. Because I, I played first grade because my dad forced me to, and then I never played again until seventh grade. So, 
so we started playing with them uh, when I went to go visit them down south. Um, and then I started to fall in love with the game because we would also we would always you know there was a school right across the street from where they lived, so we would go and play basketball there. And we would go visit them all the time, like I said, and then we would just keep playing and playing. And I continued to fall in love with the game. I was like, man, like, this shit's fun. Like, <laughs> shooting a basketball is so much better than, you know, hitting a baseball or pitching a baseball or gunning a runner out of third base or whatever uh, from right field. So I had so much more fun, you know, p just shooting a basketball, like, for fun rather than playing in a baseball game. So I started to pick that up. And as... Obviously, you know, if you keep on doing something, you're going to continue to get better at it. So we would always do one-on-ones. Uh, I would do one-on-one -on -one with my cousin, my dad, um, just my entire family over there. We would just play one-on-one, -on -one, knockout, you know, the whole nine yards. And then I started to watch basketball with my grandma because oftentimes when we would go visit uh, my family down there, we would spend that at my grandma's because um, she lived by herself in this nice little house at the time. Um, and she was a huge, she was a Los Angeles basketball fan. So she would watch the Clippers and the Lakers. And then my dad's a huge Lakers fan. So we always have our fun, you know, to this day, we have our fun with the rivalry games and stuff. So we would go watch the games with my grandma. And, uh, the year was 2012, obviously. So Chris Paul just became a Clipper. Uh, Blake Griffin, you know, was in his uh, first couple of seasons. He was awesome, obviously. And... Uh, we would watch Lakers and Clippers games whenever we were there, but I remember the first time I watched a Clipper game. Uh, I can't remember who it was against, obviously, but I just remember watching Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Chris Paul throwing lobs from half court to Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. I fell in love. I was so hyped every single time I saw that thing happen. Uh, my grandma would be out of her chair screaming and and then sometimes they would be on at the same time like the Lakers and the Clippers we would switch to the Laker game I would get up and walk away I was like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> and then I would go and then when she turned the Clipper game back on that's when I was I came back and I would watch the Clippers because they were so much fun to watch so that's how like I started to become a, that's that's when I fell in love with the game not just the Clippers but the game itself because I would start watching other games and I was like why aren't these guys fucking throwing half-court lobs to each other? And then that was like, I was like, nah, this this Clipper team is so much fun to watch because no other team in the league is doing what these guys are doing. And no one in the league is more fun to watch than these guys right here. So obviously, from that point on, Lob City only got better and only got more fun to watch, obviously. So I continued to watch. I was watching every single Clipper game at that point. I was just so invested in the game, and I loved the game so much. And then um, seventh grade, I didn't try. I didn't try out for the basketball team because uh, I didn't really have any experience. But I was, you know, getting my reps in, uh, just having fun, you know, playing with the friends and stuff. And then um, my grandma passed away in 2016, so that was tough, obviously. But I knew she would. To this day, she would want me to be. A Clipper fan so that's kind of where I get I that's kind of why I'm still a fan obviously you know I'm so invested in the game I'm so invested in this team ever since 2012 and I mean every time I watch a Clipper game I just think about her you know because I would watch every single game from 2012 to 2016 with her and you know every time I watch a game I'm always thinking about her sitting next to me watching the game or whatever 
So that that's really cool, uh, you know, that I still get a chance to you know root on root the team on. Uh, I know she'd be super proud with you know how the team's doing right now. I mean, I'm not too fucking proud of where the team's at right now. <laughs> if I'm being real, but uh, I mean, we got a big win last night, uh, so that was awesome. Luke Kennard, man, Luke fucking Kennard, man. Oh my god. Um, so I mean, uh, so I'm gonna be a Clipper fan to the day I die. So. Uh, I know she she's smiling down, you know, every day at the team, uh, at us, obviously. So, bottom line is, man, I, I bleed the red and blue, to be honest with you. I bleed this team's fucking colors. I mean, what can I say? Uh, July 5th, 2019 was one of the best days of my life, and it will forever be one of the best days of my life. And if you're living under a rock, that's the day the Clippers signed Kawhi Leonard and traded for Paul George. And I mean, 2019 of July 5th, 2019 will also be one of the worst days of my life because we traded Shea Gilgis Alexander. So that was pretty fucking heartbreaking. But bottom line is, if this team wins a chip with Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, I will never whine and cry about trading Shea again. I promise I won't. I promise you I won't. But if we don't win a chip with Kawhi and PG, I will, I will not regret the trade. I would do that trade 10 out of 10 times, no matter what, to give us a chance to win that title. But I will always, you know, be somewhat hurt um, that we traded Shea, obviously. But, I mean, I, I, think, I do that a lot. I have a really bad speech impediment. I can't lie. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I mean, I wanted to keep this kind of short. Um, I think uh, tomorrow I'm going to come out with a trade deadline podcast, kind of talk about my thoughts on the trade deadline one day before. So I'll have a trade deadline Um Two trade deadline podcasts. I'll have a podcast on what actually happened and what I think is going to happen slash what I want to happen. So, yeah, I mean, that's about it, boys. I mean, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Bear with me as I learn how to do this podcast shit. I have never done something like this in my life. Um, So, I mean, hopefully uh, I start learning the ropes, and by playoff time, hopefully I'll be a better – I'll be a better podcaster and more articulate. I can't talk, man. Oh, my God. So uh, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much again for all the love and support on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. We're almost at 400 followers, so that's pretty cool. Uh, shout out to Clipper Nation on Twitter, man. You guys are dope. You guys already know who you are. Appreciate you guys, man. And I'm going to get on out of here, and I'll see you guys in the next episode uh i'm not quite sure when i'm gonna drop episodes at what time uh what date or whatever but tomorrow on the 24th will be another episode of my uh predictions for the trade deadline it's kind of my thoughts on the names that have been thrown around the clippers uh aka every fucking point guard imaginable and just kind of give my thoughts on the point guard thing i think you guys all know where i stand on that uh, if you guys follow me on twitter at trailazy underscore on twitter <coughs> Um, sorry. Um, all right. I'm a peace out, guys. Thank you guys for tuning into the first episode. I'll see you guys soon.